now. Live from Panthers training camp at Wofford College in Spartanburg, it's CSL, Charlotte Sports Live. Well, all is quiet here in Spartanburg tonight. But come tomorrow morning, the hitting kicks back up for the Carolina Panthers. Welcome inside Charlotte Sports Live, emanating from Wofford College inside of Panthers training camp. I'm Carla Gebhard, and we've got one of the most anticipated interviews in all of the Carolinas for you tonight. We get to hear the real reason that Andy Dalton wanted to come to Charlotte and be the backup behind Bryce Young. And it may look like I am alone in my venture tonight, but that is certainly not the case. I have the one and only Joe Morano back in our Charlotte studios tonight helping me get through this show. And Joe, I can't believe it, but we only have a few more days until our first preseason game. And it's getting pretty exciting. Yeah, and if you're just a, a football fan in general, credit to the NFL for stacking it like this. You get two games Thursday, six on Friday, six on Saturday, including the Panthers. So it's back, baby. I'm ready to watch. Uh, ready to just melt away on my couch and watching, pre watching football, <laughs> even if it's the preseason. Even if it's the preseason is right. But before we get to all of that, and even before we get into the anticipated joint practices with the Jets, we've got to get through one more practice. The players have one more day to go up against each other. And one might think that this would be maybe a little bit lighter practice with Wednesday against the Jets being a little bit heavier load. Either way, though, they're going to want to get last-minute kinks out before they go up, up against another team later this week. Installation of the offense, though, is complete, according to head coach Frank Wright. You know, we're into that first preseason week where we got the Jets coming in, so looking forward to that. Uh, I think this last block has been good. Um, able to finish up our installs, right? You know, finish up our installs, get kind of everything in that's going to be in. Now we can focus on kind of tightening things up, narrowing things down, paring things down, really focusing on, you know, the core of what we'll do. Um, and it's going to be really good to get the Jets in here and for us to have a chance to compete against them. And it's hard to believe that the fun in Spartanburg is almost over. Again, just one practice with just the black and blue. And then they're joined by Aaron Rodgers and the Jets on Wednesday and Thursday. New York going to stay here in the Carolinas until the Panthers' first preseason game. That is this Saturday on the 12th. And one of the main attractions that we're going to see next week or this week, of course, is the man who wears eight in green. Aaron Rodgers going to have plenty of cameras on him, including ours. But Jets head coach Robert Sala will have eyes on him as well, especially after he was nearly injured in practice the other day during red zone drills. The franchise QB was off for a while after getting stepped on by a lineman and the coach obviously having to remind his team that QBs are not to be hit as far as we know. And he'll be a full participant when the Jets come here to Spartanburg. And we're going to bring Joe Morano back in here now. But we're talking about things to look for as we get into these joint practices with the Jets. And our lists are pretty similar, Joe, but uh, mine is certainly going to be the opposite side of Brian Burns. And this might be a little bit of a recency bias, especially since the team just signed Justin Houston on Sunday. Uh, but I'm interested to see what they do. Are they going to have Houston there right away? And, and then what does the depth under Burns and under Houston look like? Where, where does Etor Grosmatos go, DJ Johnson, all of those younger guys? Um, just in the development there. Of course, the offensive execution, because over the weekend, you know, we've seen some ups and downs from this offense. 
but can they get it together? The installation process, like I said, that is complete, but they are going to have to fine tune this a little bit. And then, of course, composure, because, Joe, anytime that you get into the preseason with these teams and you get another team in here, things can get a little feisty. And so to keep that com composure, but to also maybe feed off of the energy that's going to be here on Wednesday and Thursday, the crowds are expected to be pretty large. It's going to be fun. But again, you want to see how they're able to keep that composure, Joe. Completely agree there with the composure. This is the first time you're hitting somebody since week 18 in January of 2023. <laughs> and we remember how that Panthers-Saints game went. That's different. It's very chippy. It's a bit of rivalry. But I will say it's, uh, it is yeah. the first time. Dust-ups and these scrapes and things, they're inevitable. But I'm curious how this team responds to it. Do you get up? Do you forget about it? And then move on to the next play. That's what I want to make sure that this team is able to do. We'll see how these young guys listen to the leaders of the team for that. This is also not exclusive to Carolina. I think every team is uh, having this built-up uh, energy ready to go. So I'm curious how the Panthers will handle that. And, yeah, my number two right here is Bryce Young. We'll see how the uh, rookie's first taste of NFL pressure is right now. Obviously, he wasn't going up against NAIA competition or anything in college. He faced some pretty <laughs> tough defenses when playing at Alabama. But the NFL is a different beast. So you can't get hit in these practices. But you can on Saturday at the bank, so we'll see what he can expect there. I'm curious, again, how Bryce Young will handle that. And the Jets' defense also was top five last year overall, so we'll see what happens there. And then also, I'm curious about the 3-4 defensive installation and how it's going. I just want to see this thing in work against another team. We've been talking about it all summer, uh, ever since Ejero Averro got hired and came on board. But, you know, we hear a lot of excitement, isn't that right, from Jeremy Chin, from Gors Matos, from everyone's ready and taking this on with a very full head of steam and excitement to go through it. But uh, we got to see results. So I'm curious how that's going to look going up against this Jets offense. Don't you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Even Mina Kimes of ESPN today was saying that the Carolina defense was one of the defenses to watch and a bright spot for her to, to look at in the preseason and as they get the actual season going. So, yeah, going to be exciting and, and can't wait to see what Vero has been able to put together uh, actually in a game situation, right, because right. we can see some takeaways from practice, but it does look a little bit different even in the preseason. Right, and so joint practices are one thing. A game is another, of course. The Panthers, as a reminder here for you, do host the Jets at Bank of America Stadium for preseason game number one this weekend. We will go live from the field at 3 p.m. That's when you got to put on Queen City News, Fox Charlotte, because you'll see black and blue kickoff live, and that leads right up to kickoff, which you can also see right here on Queen City News at 4 o'clock. And then, of course, you stick around after the game for Charlotte Sports Live coming up later on in the evening. Isn't that right, Carla? That's right, and no one has more exclusive interviews with players and coaches at training camp than we do. Queen City News and Charlotte Sports Live continuing to shape the way to how you view content for the Carolina Panthers. If you want to relive some of these interviews with Bryce Young, Frank Reich, and all the other guys that we've gotten as well, just head over to our website, qcnews.com. But now we got to talk about high school football, Joe. It's back. Oh, it certainly is. Queen City 3A, 4A Conference Media Day happening earlier today at Huff High School. Every school in the conference rolling through and getting set to kick it off next week. Remember last season, this conference ended with a three-way tie for first between Chambers, Mallard Creek, and Huff, who all just beat up on each other like we see happen every year. Now, last season, though, Chambers' run of four straight state title game appearances came to an end. That's not something that head coach Brandon Wiggins wants to 
relive or become the new norm. So he's ready to see his offense come out firing this season and setting up a goal of putting up at least 30 points per contest in a tough conference with tough defenses. But that's what he's telling his team that he expects from them. Everybody in our conference is going to pretty much have, um, you know, some type of good defense, and we have we're in a defense-friendly or defense type of conference. So, um, if you can if you can you know scheme up against those great coordinators and coaches, um, I think you have a really good chance in the playoffs. We kind of got a little complacent and got settled in, and then next thing you know, we got sent home because of a field goal. But this year, we won't won't care about rankings, none of that. We just grinding, working, never satisfied with what we're doing. Always got to get one percent better. All right, you want games? We got your games. Here are some of the Week 0 matchups we're looking at next Thursday. It's coming up quick, everyone. We've got two marquee matchups in Weddington versus Cox Mill and Mallard Creek taking on Independence. Then that Saturday, it's the Key Pounding Classic between Northwestern and Providence Day. Don't miss it. Love that. Can't wait to get to those games. But let's check in on our other football team in the Queen City. Charlotte FC taking on Houston Dynamite to, or Dynamo tonight. And they are down, but they are not out. Houston Dynamo able to score pretty early in this game. Scored about the 10th minute, but this game is still going on. So Charlotte FC may be able to, to come back in this one, but we'll have to see. Now, Andy Dalton is well-respected by his teammates on and off the field. And when we come back, he's going to tell us how it feels to be the vet in the locker room. And Vegas stacked the odds against him this weekend, but Chris Buescher goes back-to-back -back in the NASCAR Cup Series. We'll show you how RFK Racing is getting it done. More Charlotte Sports Live when we return. Well, we are back here live in Spartanburg, home of Panthers training camp. But we got to go all the way up to Michigan tonight because the NASCAR Cup Series playoff race is really heating up as nearly half the drivers in the field are still looking for their first win of the season. So let's continue with the rain-delayed Firekeepers Casino 400. That got pushed into later today after it was rained out yesterday. We start in Stage 2, and Daniel Suarez currently on the outside looking in, and he needs stage points. He needs those badly, but Martin Truex Jr. says not today. The 19 going to steal the stage and the points from the 99 in this one. This one was really a tight race all the way around, but off to the final stage. And Martin Truex Jr., he's been dominating nearly the entire day, and he is going to get the win. Or not, Martin Truex Jr. doesn't get the win, but Chris Buescher comes in and actually takes control of this race, and he's not going to give it up, despite Martin Truex Jr. having the most dominant car. Everybody thought the 19 was going to win this one. Buescher takes the checkered flag for the second straight week, another win for Ford and another win for RFK Racing. It's good timing when we look at you know, where we're at in the season. Sure would have loved to uh, have won uh, at Daytona and said that uh, you felt like you were pretty much locked in, but um, we've been fast at a lot of places. And, uh, and haven't quite been able to, to grab that, that trophy. But, um, you know, to grab the last two weeks now, that's um, certainly very good timing as we, we head into uh, playoffs here in just a few short weeks. 
And some movement concerning the cut line this week. We got Ty Gibbs with an impressive showing. He moves right above the cut line. Michael McDowell right below. Bubba Wallace stays about the same as he was last week. Alex Bowman, though, back in the possible picture with Chase Elliott wrecking out on the race on Sunday. He falls back down. The good news for the 19, though, the Indy road course is next. And although he hasn't won there, it is a road course, which he is historically pretty good at. Now, a lot has been made of the Panthers finally going out and, and, and getting their guy in the draft. They, they draft Bryce Young in this, but a, a lot can also be said that they not only got their franchise guy, but they've got a, a backup plan as well. And it's also a guy that's going to play a pretty integral part in, in helping develop Bryce Young in his rookie season. Our own Mike Lissette goes one-on-one -on -one with Andy Dalton. Well, uh, Andy, Miles Sanders recently said that you're a future Hall of Famer. So before we get started with this interview, should I just refer to you as Mr. HOF from this point forward, or does Andy just fine? You know, I appreciate what Miles said, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've obviously had a good career. And so uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All kidding aside, what does it mean that, and he was, he was being earnest in his respect to you. I'm sure a lot of guys on this team respect you. What does it mean that you enter a team and you command that respect. Yeah, you know, I, it goes to show a lot of these guys um, grew up watching me play, which is uh, <laughs> when you play for a while, that happens, you know, especially for Miles. Miles is from Pittsburgh, been in the AFC North for a long time, and, um, you know, he watched me play when I was in Cincinnati against, against Pittsburgh, so I appreciate it. But, yeah, I mean, I think it just goes to show what I've been able to accomplish in my career, and uh, these guys see it. True or false, would these young kids, have you ever began a sentence by saying, you know, back in my day. <laughs> you know, that has happened once or twice, especially with uh, with me and Josh in the room. You know, we can go back and, and talk 10 years ago, and uh, especially with Bryce being 21, you know. Um, but it's fun, we, you know, especially having Josh around there. First day at camp, Coach Reich announced is that, that Young is going to be the starter. Did he, did Reich pull you aside and tell you that was coming? Did you have a conversation, and, and how did you take it? Yeah, you know, I've talked with Frank. Frank and, and I have had uh, many conversations about everything, um, even before I got here. And uh, that's, the, that's the biggest thing is just having that open conversation and um, just being true with everything that you're saying. So I've, I've really appreciated Frank and uh, just being upfront and honest with me about everything. So I knew going in what, this, what it was going to look like, and it was just only a matter of time before Bryce was named the starter. And um, and he's earned that. I mean, for him to come in, as obviously as the number one uh, pick, there's a lot of expectations. And uh, but for him, he's coming in. He's played well. He's done a lot of a lot of things really well, and um, he's earned that right. You've had a tough go. Five years, five teams, and now you're here. I know you want to play. How how do you maintain that positivity? Where hey, you need me. I'm coming off the bench. I'm firing in there. I'm going to be the best guy you got. Yeah, I think uh, just all the experiences that I've had have. Um, help me be the person that I am. Um, my faith so important to me. So, not letting your circumstance, your you know what's going on, change who you are. And uh, it's not always easy, but I think when you go in with that perspective and mindset, uh, it lets you just kind of be free and, and have a lot of fun. I think that's one thing from where I'm at in my career and uh, the position I'm in here, especially having Bryce. Um, you want to enjoy where you are, and I, I definitely enjoy it here. And um, but I think it just goes to everything that I've been through. Bryce has been very complimentary of you and the relationship, and he's been very grateful that you've helped him out. 
one of the things that everyone says about Bryce was the questions that he asks. And, and he, I know he tries to pick your brain. What's the best question that you're like, wow, that's, that's a good question for someone where you are just coming into the league? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say there's just one question that he's asked. I think for him, his knowledge of the game of football um, so early is uh, pretty evident. And you can see why he was the first overall pick. It's not just what he can do on the field, but it's all the stuff that understanding the game of football and, and, and what it takes to play this position. So I, he, he's got it at a young age. I know you talk about being the veteran. Do you ever try to mess with him with some of your answers, give him sort of an off-the-wall, kind of just, just kind of tease him a little bit? Oh, I mean, it's, it's not always just straightforward. <laughs> you give him an easy answer. But uh, like I said, we have a lot of fun. Andy, thank you for your time. Good luck this season. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, thanks, Mike. Well, we know Austin Corbett is not going to start week one, but who's going to step up in his spot? We're going to discuss in quick six after the break. We got more Charlotte Sports Live when we come back. All right, welcome back to Charlotte Sports Live, and it's time for the fastest two minutes in all of sports. Time for quick six, and yes, I am running this shindig tonight. Who, who made that call? No oh back boy. talk from Will Kunkel. <laughs> Yes, the lovely Carla in Spartanburg with some great quips. Joe, 15 feet away from me. Let's do, put two minutes on the clock. This is fun. <laughs> Joe, you're up first. What's your best bet to start in place of uh, Austin Corbett at guard this week for week one of the Panthers? Probably Kate, Cade May until we, until we see otherwise, right? Somebody might step up, step up in these three preseason games, but I'm not so certain of that. So I think, uh, I think we go with Cade until Austin gets back because they need him back. A lot of hope on that offensive line for the Panthers, especially with a uh, rookie QB. Carla, how many snaps do we see Bryce Young take on Saturday? This is such a hard question, right? Uh, the amount of snaps. I'm going to say for sure the first quarter. I might even say a good chunk of the second quarter leading up into the half. I don't even know how many snaps that, that would amount to. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to say a good amount in this first Jets game. Yeah, whatever it is, it's not enough for the Panthers fans this week. Joe, what do you <laughs> hope the first big move New Hornets owners Rick Schnall and Gabe Plotkin make? Uh, something they talked pretty heavily about in their press conference, improving the stadium and the fan experience around it. Spectrum Center is still relatively new when it comes to NBA arenas. I think they can spruce it up a lot, and they said they were going to. Well, they're going to with that big makeover. It's going to happen in a couple years. All right, Joe, thank you, Carla. But three races to go for the playoffs. What driver currently on the bubble wins the race in the final three? Man, I with two road courses and Daytona, this is such a hard question. I'm going to say Chase Elliott just because of his road course experience. But honestly, I might even give A.J. Allmendinger a, a little bit of a shot here, especially on the Indy road course. He had a win there two years ago. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be up in the air for a lot of these guys. Joe, is Messi too good for MLS or is the MLS that bad? He's too good, so enjoy that show. Miami is great because remember Messi brought over two of his buddies from Barcelona so if Miami runs away with this thing it's because of the trio super team there. We'll see if he comes to Charlotte too. Carla last one here. Of all the head coaches in the city of Charlotte who do you want to go karaokeing with? I think I'm going to go with Steve Clifford. He and I share a birthday and so I feel like we're on the same wavelength and probably both sing um, equally as good which is also bad. Just as long as you don't <laughs> sing happy birthday together. Make it a better song than that. All right. You guys oh are awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks Brian. All righty. Nothing good like job, more Brian. college realignment news. Apparently the ACC which by the way stands for Atlantic Coast Conference is about to have a conference call to discuss if they should admit Cal and Stanford into the fold 
for future seasons. Realignment never ends, everyone. Washington State and Oregon State still shrugging their shoulders. We'll be back with QC Crowns up next. All right, it's time for the best part of our night. Our nightly MVPs are QC Crowns. And Joe, you get to go first tonight. Sure thing. And my crown is a news update for you right now. Charlotte FC taking the lead on the Houston Dynamo wow. in the League's Cup. Charlotte FC had a goal in the 80th minute, then an own goal from Houston in the 81st puts them ahead. If Charlotte wins, they take on Messi and Miami this Friday in Fort Lauderdale, Carla. Wow, what an exciting time and what a comeback from just the start of the show. All right, my crown tonight comes from the weekend and it goes to Martin Truex Jr. who, after much speculation, decided that he was going to come back for one more season. He told everyone this weekend that he signed his contract with Joe Gibbs and that he is going to be back for another season. This is so good for NASCAR. He is dominating in that 19 car, and it's going to be so much fun to watch. All right, that's going to do it for Joe and myself. We'll see you back here tomorrow night live from Spartanburg.